Economic News on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. We join now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Managers. A quick look at the oil price there. So it's been threatening. It's been creeping up ever so slowly towards that $50 mark. Now finally surpassed it. Not great news for us. No, Sakina, not great news at all. You know, we've received some uh, reprieve in terms of uh, fuel price cuts over the last couple of months. We've seen the impact of a stronger rand and a weaker oil price on uh, inflation moderating quite rapidly. Obviously, combined with other factors, inflation has been moderating quite rapidly. Uh, But the declining oil price has certainly been helping. And, uh, you know, that's part of the reason we've got a 25 basis point uh, interest rate reprieve. Um, And and, and I think, uh, Sakina, basically what's been happening... Um, is Saudi Arabia has come to the party and threatened more cuts in terms of production uh, in order to reduce supply in the oil markets, and that has resulted in uh, the oil price uh, is, is, is sort of spiking uh, to above $50 a barrel. We see it seesawing, though, Sakina, don't we? Um, oil seems to be trading within a very t- within a, a fairly wide range, but it's, uh, it, you know, it seems not to be moving out of that range. So, you know, somewhere between 45 and $55 a barrel, um, and every time we hear about production cuts and OPEC reaching a new deal or OPEC, uh, you know, trying to get a new, uh, t- trying to, uh, uh, you, you know, rope a new nation, an oil-producing nation into their agreement, um, we see that the oil price starts to rally a little bit. And every time we see, um, you know, one of those deals falling through or, uh, you know, concern about cheating on those deals or we see um, what the oil price seems to be very sensitive to as well is U.S. oil rig numbers and every time we see those U.S. oil rig numbers climbing, um, you know, we see the, the, the oil price reacting quite negatively and falling quite sharply. So, Sakina, um, you know, I don't think that this is anything new for the oil price. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to move out of that trading range. You know, I don't think this is something that's structurally uh, changed in the oil market. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it is something which is where, where we're going to see the price being capped. So, although it's bad news for now, I think the price, it does have have a ceiling, um, you know, given how efficient U.S. oil production, U.S. shale production has become, but not only U.S. shale production, but oil production all over the world, you know. So, I mean, you're even talking about deep-sea offshore drilling, um, you know, coming in at, at, at a, a break-even cost of around about $60 a barrel. This was, this was production which was only profitable at about $100 a barrel, uh, you know, six or seven years ago. So, Sakina, this is uh, really a, a something that's changed in the oil market. The other thing we can't forget is obviously uh, the decline in demand for oil as we start to move to, uh, towards electric cars, cleaner sources of energy. Um, you know, and uh, while there is always going to be a prolific demand for oil um, you know, at the margin, that lack of demand does, does make a difference, especially um, when you're being so grossly oversupplied. And then tech company Google, their earnings are out, Nadir. What does that picture look like? Yeah, Sakina, look, I mean, I think the, the, the bottom line here is that uh, the fine obviously weighed heavily on Google and the share price is reacting quite negatively to that um, over the last two days or so. So, um, you know, if we look at uh, the, the, the net earnings for the quarter, down 28% from the, the second quarter of last year, but that's obviously been very, very skewed by the fine because there's a $2.5 billion uh, fine which they incurred uh, from the European Union in the second quarter of this year. So, 
net income declining uh, to around to, to, to around about three and a half billion dollars. Uh, but that's after taking into account the fine of two and a half billion dollars, and obviously the market didn't like that. Uh, um, and and you know, but if you had to exclude the fine, profits would have been up 28 percent um, year on year uh, in the second quarter. If we look at revenue numbers, those they once again posted a very impressive climb of 21 percent year on year. Um, and you know, I think uh, the bottom line is that this is still a, 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 an aggressively growing tech company. Um, you know, but the market remains very concerned about um, you know is there going to be further skeletons to come out of the closet in terms of uh, fines to come? You know, uh, are they using their, uh, their their Android software which they distribute on millions of smartphones across the world? Are they abusing their market power there um, in terms of forcing those manufacturers to have the apps like um, you know Google? Maps and Google Music, and uh, you know, uh, is YouTube dominating their the, their market position? Uh, you know, to push certain brands of advertising in, in in terms of Google search as well. So, Sakina, I think uh, there's a lot of concern about uh, you know, is this just the tip of the iceberg with regards to the fines to come? Um, you know, we know that regulators like to target, uh, like to hit the easy targets, like to hit um, you know, uh, the companies which are highly profitable and companies which are growing rapidly, and that happens to be the tech sector at the moment, you know. I mean, uh, telecoms went through exactly the same thing at, at, at their peak. Um, you know, the banks and financial institutions consistently go through that, um, you know, as they go through various stages of the economic cycle when the regulators look to clamp down on them. Um, you know, and I think uh, that's something which, uh, you, you know, investors are very concerned about in tech as well. So we're going to have to keep a close eye on that. And just a quick one, Nadir, on the unemployment numbers, reading the, the U.S. unemployment numbers at 4.4%. We can only dream of that. Uh, so our situation? Yeah, Shakina. Look, I mean, it's 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 something which is uh, it, it, it's something which is 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 um, you know almost reached very very perilous levels. I mean, uh, if we look at the unemployment level for the first quarter of 2017, coming in at just under 28 percent. Um, you know, I think uh, we we know we're near a position where we need to be uh, in terms of GDP growth in, to 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 create the number of jobs which we need to do in order to reach the national development plans. Uh, growth targets of 5% a year. Um, you know, I think we've spoken about it on the show before, but the bottom line is that there's not nearly n- enough investment in the South African economy um, in order to create that amount of economic growth, um, and I think uh, or, or to create that number of jobs, Sakina. So, and you know, I think the, the scary thing is that um, you know, given the, the, the state of the economy, it's not just uh, you know how many jobs are we creating, but it's how many jobs are we losing as well. You know, we still see the mining sector closing down a number of operations in order to uh, conserve profitability and in order to, uh, you know, rationalize their businesses. And that's just going to affect the unemployment rate even more. So, you know, I think, Sakina, uh, the way forward is to prop up confidence in the South African economy. Once we prop up confidence, investments will follow. And once investment follows, um, you know, that will, uh, that will ultimately create the jobs that we need. Nadir, we'll leave it there for today. Press for time, a question from Umzala, but I'll put that question to you tomorrow about why we don't buy oil from African countries instead of OPEC. Uh, but Nadir, uh, Nadir will answer that for you tomorrow, Umzala. And uh, that was Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Manager.